of our podcast. This is Anna and her mom talk about stuff. My name is Anna. And I'm her mom. And today it's our first episode. Okay. So on our inaugural episode, Anna, as you and I talk about stuff, what what is the stuff you want to talk about today? Well, today I thought it would be interesting to share some trends in Gen Z culture. Okay. I thought we would start at a simple simple place um, with text etiquette. What it, What is there to learn about texting etiquette? Isn't etiquette just... Okay, anyway, yes, you're going to tell me. What would you consider to be proper texting etiquette? You know, saying thank you and please and uh, replying to people in a timely way and um, not ignoring text messages from your mom, hypothetically, if she's texting you about something and you don't, you don't reply right away. That's a really interesting perspective, Uma. Thank you for sharing. I'll start with response time since you brought it up. Um, I would say that generally Gen Z struggles with response time. Responding, you know, within 24 hours would be a good response time, but people are known to respond within two or three days or sometimes a week or two. What? What's the struggle? The struggle is that human interaction is really hard for Gen Zers and having a conversation even over text can be tough. And so what often happens, especially on um, an iPhone, you can open your messages app and you can see, for example, here you can see that I have unread messages from my research assistant TA guy because it takes a lot of effort for me to respond to him. So I've put it off even though he texted me uh, five hours ago. May I ask what the content of the text was that he sent you that you're having a struggle responding to? So he said, yeah, I'm available anytime next week. Let me know what time works best for you. And, you know, that requires a lot of planning for me to respond. And I have to be like, okay, this time. And then I have to remember when I'm going to meet him. And I have to think about what I'm going to say at the meeting. And so that logistical part of my brain is just not ready to go at seven in the morning. Also, he's also Gen Z. I texted him at 7 p.m. the night before, and he read it immediately and then didn't respond until the next morning at 7 a.m. So I don't think he'll be offended. I think it would stress me out to have that many open-ended conversations, like just going, because I think for older people, texting is about like exchanges that sort of bloop, 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 then it's like done. Like either logistics or even if you're saying something like funny or whatever, it's kind of just like short little bursts of back and forth. And then if you don't respond for a long time, it feels like you're leaving something open ended out there that you sort of have to deal with. So maybe Gen Zers just have more capacity to deal with like those open ended things. Or we have less capacity for human interaction. And that's why we keep on putting it off. Well, this brings me to my next section of text etiquette, which is um, how would you respond 
if I sent you a text and I ended it with a period? My sentence. Your sentence with a period? I ended it with a period. You mean like using punctuation correctly? What are you talking yeah. about? Period specifically. Okay. Because I would think, oh, she knows how to use her punctuation. I don't even example, understand the question. <laughs> if you sent me a link to a funny spoof of Hamilton. Okay. And I responded, that's funny, period. Yes. How would that make you feel? How would it make me feel? It would make me what? I didn't even it would make me feel like she got my text and she thinks it's funny. Because in Gen Z culture, that's pretty aggressive. What? <laughs> what? What's aggressive about that's funny, period? Ending a text with a period is seen as unnecessarily aggressive or even passive aggressive. I, I, I don't even have words. What are you talking about? Okay, why? Why? Because it's basically like if you're sending a text and you don't end it with a period and then you send it, like that's seen as enough conclusion for that thought. I think I think that's why it is. Mm -hmm. And like if somebody says like, OK, but, you know, like if somebody said fine, period, like that they were mad. Right. You would be able to tell that. OK, maybe not. <laughs> I... <laughs> No, because I don't have conflict generally over text. We'll get to that after oh this. Conflict over text. Okay. <laughs> but basically, so exclamation points, question marks are totally acceptable to have at the end of your text. Okay. But in general, it's seen as overly aggressive and or passive aggressive, depending on the situation, to end your text with a period. Periods are almost always completely unnecessary when ending a text. What about semicolons and colons, dashes and commas? Are there any anything loaded about using those? No. Who uses semicolons in their text though? Nobody uses a semicolon in their text. I, I do use colons and I use I use pretty good function or uh, I use pretty good capitalization and I use colons. Wow. Some people some people turn off the auto capitalization on their phones to have the aesthetic of having all lowercase. I was never really a big fan of that. Okay. Like, see, the reason I know that you don't care about uh, periods is because you send me texts, even though you're very tech savvy, you send me texts that are very mom texts sometimes. For example, when talking about this podcast, I said, do I need to prepare anything? And you said, I don't think so, period. I, I think we could just try one for the heck of it, period. And then you sent it. <laughs> Whereas if you were a Gen Zer, you would say, no, I don't think so. Then you would send it with no period. And then you would send a separate text that said, I think we can just try it for the heck of it, no period, send it. But the fact that you're stringing together multiple sentences that both end in periods, and then the last sentence of your text also ends in a period, is very Gen X of you. So the fact that I'm writing texts with proper punctuation somehow takes a text from a regular text to be a mom text. That's fascinating. 
Yes. So when you read that, except that you knew it was from your mom, so you understood that wasn't aggressive. But when you just see that period, you're just like, wow, I don't think you need to prepare anything, period. Wow. I guess that's passive aggressive. That's how it could be read. Yeah. Like if I was getting that from somebody else, I might read it as like, oh, they actually want me to to prepare something, but they're just not telling me and they're somehow like salty or annoyed with me. The second part about communicating over text that I think is really interesting about Gen Z is that there, you know, there's a lot of jokes about how Gen Zers aren't great with interacting with other humans or are really awkward or like don't know how to deal with their emotions. And I think this is apparent in the phenomenon of LOL and LMAO in text because how it goes is because Gen Zers are so uncomfortable with facing their authentic full emotions, even when those emotions are negative. Actually, when emotions are strongly negative or strongly positive, they'll basically make it less less serious by adding an LOL. For example, I'm so depressed, LOL. Wow, I just appreciate you so much, LMAO. What? Why would you say, I'm so depressed, laugh out loud. I really appreciate you laughing my beep off. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, or like, oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. LOL. Uh-huh. My boyfriend broke up with me, haha, but it's fine. Just cried myself to sleep last night. LOL. It's all good. That would be an example. So you, you know, you currently don't have a boyfriend. That is true. Uh, which is fine. You're that's very normal. You don't have to feel bad about that. LOL. Period. <laughs> Well, period. That would be a whole range of emotions. I don't know how I would respond to that. If somebody texted me LOL, period, I would be like, what is going on? Like, are you okay? (laughs) But I would just like to read you a text conversation that I had with uh, my godmother, who is also Gen X. I was explaining the same concept to her. So I said, a common text from a Gen Zer might be, quote, I'm just so depressed. I can't get out of bed. LOL. Or, quote, I just really appreciate you, LOL. Or, LMAO, I'm, like, so mad, RN. RN mini right now. And then she said, it sounds like Gen Z could benefit from a feelings translator. For the first situation, say, I'm really sad and struggling and can't get out of bed. Can I talk to you about it? For the second situation, say, have I told you how much I love and appreciate you? I genuinely do. And for the third one, say, I feel so angry about this. I really need to process it with someone. In all of those instances, she ended it with a period, too. Do you think that is a good read, though, of of what those texts mean? Because in two out of those three translation examples, she kind of interpreted that it was a uh, text that was kind of reaching out for more. Like, I'd like to talk about it, or I wish you would care for me somehow. Do you think that is implied in the like, I'm so depressed, LOL, is like, I, I do yes. want some, I want my because friends to care for me. why would you tell somebody you were depressed if you didn't want to talk about it? Like, 
maybe some people don't want to explicitly talk about it, but they do want people to know. Well, if you said I'm depressed, LOL, I would think, I don't know, maybe they think their depression is really funny. (laughs) That's the thing is that it's not funny. And like, like in that specific situation, nobody thinks it's funny, but we still have these disclaimers. last little bonus thing that I want to mention surrounding text etiquette and not being able to deal with emotions. Are you familiar with the fingers pointing towards each other meme? Um, well, right now, listen, listeners, Anna and I are looking at each other on video chat and she has her hands up like like little guns, but they're pointing at each other. So her her pointer fingers are pointing at each other and her, yes. I don't really know why she's doing that though. And then she's looking a little awkward. Yes. So this is something that was a meme that has now turned into a thing that Gen Zers do. Um, You can send it over text by sending the two pointing fingers, but the the left one and then the right one so that they're pointing towards each other. And you can do it with your feet too, where you send like a foot pointing, two feet pointing in. And then you can also put like a head on it by sending the like cute, sad, like big starry eyes emoji. So it's like, I'm, I'm making the face right now in case you can't, I mean, you can't tell cause you're listening to us. Um, and this is a way of kind of expressing like sheepishness or not embarrassment, but kind of like, oh, I'm like showing my genuine feelings. Like, hey, man, like, I really appreciate you. Um, Is it okay if I tell you that I love you? That would be the voice that would go along with it. And is this something exclusively done over text or would you do it in person where you would be talking to someone and you would take your hands or your feet and like point them toward the center and then say, uh, I really appreciate you. Would you hold up your hands? Uh, okay. So when you say it, it sounds really ridiculous, but yes. Um, it's not really something that people do unironically. It's supposed to be kind of ironic, and yet it has become part of Gen Z culture. I would say my roommate and I do it at least three or four times a day. We'll literally be like, um, what should we have for lunch? Hmm. And then we like, do this. Or, or if I'll be like, hey, uh, Lex, would you uh, mind grabbing my laundry for me when you go to get your laundry? Like That would be an example. Teehee. I'll show you an example um, from one of my friends. This is my friend Elliot's Instagram. And in this one, it's always ironic, right? We're always making fun of the meme. Okay, so his caption is, do you mind if I um, share a couple pictures? And then his first picture is him holding his hands, you know, pointing his two fingers to each other. And then he has a bunch of like kind of sappy photos of like, the frisbee team, like us hanging out, just like goofy photos from the quarter. Him and his brother 
etc. Do you think that this is because you guys have grown up with so much social media and where you're kind of like inundated by like, oh, this is my vacation. This is my family. This is my like you're you grew up inundated and maybe you've come to roll your eyes at all the ways that those things are sort of performative. And so when you have an instinct to be like, I actually want to share some pictures of my friends and share like warm feelings, like it's hard to do that without uh, feeling extremely self-conscious about it. Well, Gen Z, Gen Z social media culture is interesting because there's always an element of like self-deprecating humor, which could be a different podcast that we talk about, but like... Gen Zers are very comfortable with expressing that they're not doing okay or that they don't have it all together, whereas millennials would never make themselves look bad on social media. But like Gen Zers, it's like, I'm weird, I'm quirky, I'm emotionally unstable. Like that's kind of like the vibe of Gen Z social media. And like that brings about the whole phenomenon of the Fidsta, which we could talk about a different time. Um, But like sharing how much of a hot mess you are with the world and so like being like "Mm, I'm gonna like is it okay if I uh share some feelings it's like put making you it's a joke but it's also a joke about like how vulnerable and sappy you are whereas millennials very much like will not try to play up their weirdness and quirkiness and like emotional instability on their social media but do Gen Zers ever truly unironically talk about really difficult things on social media? Because that's the other thing I'm hearing is that they maybe don't like, oh, I'm quirky. I'm a hot mess. But like always with like the fingers pointing or with an LOL. And so that's also like a little bit mediated, right? It's it's still not really getting to some unfiltered thing on social media. It's interesting. Right. Right. I feel like Gen Zers for the most part don't have the un unfiltered, difficult conversations as much. But also since we grew up in an age of social media. Like some people do. It definitely happens. And I would argue that it happens more than with millennials where people share their like really real raw feelings, especially on their Finstas. Uh, people will just like post like multiple paragraphs, just like what they're feeling, how they're doing, how their mental and emotional health is and like what's going on in their lives and just like post that to social media, which is interesting because it's a way of having a really like real and difficult conversation without actually having to have a conversation with anybody. But you just put it out there and then you get the likes and you get the like, hope you're doing okay. And like those comments are genuine. Like you really do hope that they're doing okay, but you're not actually having a real conversation with them, which is a really interesting dynamic that happens on Finstas. You do know what a Finsta is, right? A fake Instagram. But, and to work out the nuances of what you're saying, if uh, someone said, I'm so depressed, I can't get out of bed, LOL you shouldn't comment and say, oh, that sounds hard, LOL. Should you? No, you should not. You should right. not. You right. Should, you would, so the uh, responses have to be genuine. A typical Gen Z response to that would be like, like heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. Love you so much, girl. Here if you need anything. 
something like that. Period. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's a big no now. Wow. I, oh, I mean, my there's a lot to navigate here. Well, Anna, I really love you and miss you. LMAO, period. Um, It's just like, uh, you're a really great mom and I really appreciate that you're doing this with me. Um, So, yeah. This has been Anne and her mom talk about stuff. Thanks for coming. We unironically love you guys. Bye.